Texas sand Drifting Texas sand Sandy land Down by the Rio Grande I went to the river To water my horse I couldn't find that river So I rode across On that drifting Shifting Texas sand Texas sand Drifting Texas sand Sandy land Down by the Rio Grande Sand in my coffee and sand in my tea When I die, they're gonna bury me Neath that drifting, shifting Texas sand Texas River Tonk on KZSM.org, True Community Radio, 
And that was Don Edwards with Drifting Texas Sand. He was born either 1935 or 1936. That's what the Wikipedia page said in New Jersey. And then he moved down to Texas at the age of 16. He actually left home to go work in the oil fields out in West Texas. And he was hired to be a singer, actor, and stuntman at the New Six Flags when it opened up. And he died October 23rd of this year. So rest in peace to one Don Edwards. But now I got Charlie J. Memphis in studio. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm glad it worked out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's been wanting to do this ever since I went first talked to each other. Been wanting to do it, and you get some good folk on here, so I'm glad I could be one of them. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, so the, I guess the first time I met you is kind of like the same way I met Dano Simpson. It was at a yeah. song swap at Zelix that South Texas Tweak was doing. Yeah. And you showed up because you were playing some shows in the area, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was it. I mean, I was doing some shows, and I wasn't there... Wasn't supposed to play that night, but then right. the boys had me play just for a little in between. Yeah, Tweak will always do that. If he's got a buddy in the crowd, he'll get you up there for a few songs. Oh, yeah. I mean, gives them all a chance to grab some, you know, not Tweak, but I guess other guys grab some beer and just kind of yeah. hang out. So you played uh, Hotel San Jose last night, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to yes, be sir. back in a couple weeks? I'm going to be back on the 17th. Nice. Yeah. And I would definitely be there for that one, but we're doing a Kissing Alley concert oh, that shit. evening. Damn. So that sucks. And I was going to go last night, but my wife's out of town in Florida, out mm. of state. And so I'm stuck at home with three kids. And I was like, <sighs> I had yesterday three dentist appointments, a doctor's appointment, and a baseball game Shoot. to go to. So that was me yesterday. Somebody needs a driver's license. Yeah, so she does. One year. My, my oldest daughter will have her license. So close. It was crazy, Almost right? there. So I guess last time I saw you, though, where was that? Was it Sagebrush or no? No. Was it Hotel Turkey? Hotel Turkey. Yeah. You were you were making the run. That was the first night of your run with South Texas Tweet. Yeah. That was the yeah. first one. First of the handful. We went from there, New Mexico. Where is it? I think that's New Mexico is technically far, farthest because we went up all to Trinidad. Then back down. I forget where after that. It was somewhere, but my mind's hazy yeah. on that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think y'all were headed to Santa Fe after yes. Turkey. Yes, that yeah. was it. That's it, exactly. Because I remember Tweak texted me, and he was like, hey, did you say you have a cabin in New Mexico? <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's in Redosa. That's the wrong direction. He's like, hey, man, worth a try. It was worth a try. I'm, I remember we got pretty excited about it till it's like the location. We're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful driving up through oh, I bet. You know, northern uh, New Mexico, Colorado area. Right. We got David Miner hiding out in studio here, refusing to talk. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of a filibuster? But, uh, so yeah. So what are you working on now? I know you've been busy. I, I saw some, some posts of you and David were actually recording some stuff not yeah. too long ago. Um, recorded a single, well, a couple songs over at his studio. Well, when he was living in Fort Collins, now he lives in New Braunfels. Yep. But um, recording a couple songs, a couple of singles I've been kind of sitting on. And I wasn't really sure what to do with them, and... Just figured why why not record him with David because I've played bass on his last couple of records at his place and I wanted to use the apartment studio area before he moved off to New Braunfels. Oh, that's <laughs> what it was. Nice. That's cool. So is the one you sent me Beyond and Above? Is that one y'all recorded together? No, that one is that one in a song for birds. I recorded at a homestead over in Fayetteville, Arkansas, with uh, Eric Withens, same guy that worked with uh, Nick Shoulders, Willie Carlisle, and wow. uh, Dylan Dylan Earl. That's badass. Yeah. Dude, looking through your resume, you've you've had a chance to work with some top shelf yeah, people. I've, it's I've, crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's it's fun to think about. Yeah, it really is. Like going back from your fir- the first song produced right with uh 
Jarrett Reddick. Mm-hmm. Right, that one's called Move Along. Yep. So Jason Harrell is right now on tour with Jarrett Reddick. Yeah, that's what that's what I saw. I mean, I've I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Jarrett Reddick in a while, but it was, it's kind of wild to say like, yeah, Jarrett Reddick produced my first single. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, and then it just keeps going from there, right? You look at the next uh, your DP or yeah. Debut EP, Bloody is the Water, yeah. with John Pettigo, mm-hmm. with Modern Electric Sound in Dallas. Yeah, and then from there, it was, there's a, a couple more with him at his home studio. After that, worked with a guy named Sam Culp, and, which was kind of like a little bit cl- collaboration between him and some of my friends of mine. It was for uh, Justin Towns Earl's death, kind of right. like Memorandum. What I sent you was the final mixes. We haven't even got mastered yet, but okay. mastering should be finished in the next couple of weeks. And from there, that should be all coming out next year. Badass, dude. So you want to play that one? Yeah. Beyond and above. Oh, Any yeah. stories behind this one? I got a few. I got a few things to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it was very it was a song I kind of wrote, like not a great place. I mean, but that's granted. Spoiler: All my songs are sad. Like it's just <laughs> like I think. I think officially I've only written two happy songs. It's a song for birds and this newer one I wrote called the the last time, which I might have played might have played at Turkey, Texas. I'm I not 100 so. sure. That song was just been in one lot of one side relationships, especially not just like in like with love my love life, but with just people. And it was yeah. kind of one of those bunch of experiences put into one song. And even though I come from a punk background, I'm not very good at writing mad songs. And so that was like it was a nice. Nice weight off my shoulders, per se. Nice. Yeah, so Hotel Turkey, I know y'all were coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Right? We were, we were still late. Yeah. So, <laughs> so David, uh, he held it down and opened up, and then you played while they were all setting up the gear right. and stuff. It seemed like the best way to get everything going as quick as possible. Like you came in hard with a Johnny Cash cover, I believe, to start. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I tend to do that just because... Get people's attention? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, you're not going to listen to me unless I throw, throw you a bone so here. And then just do that. Everyone's excited. Then I can get on with my own stuff. Hell, yeah. All right, well, we'll talk more about your music and uh, all your projects you're working on. So this is the one yet to be mastered, unreleased, mm-hmm. beyond and above. Charlie J. Memphis.
Shining like an old river tower, just as far as you can see. Far beyond that canyon wall, there ain't nowhere I'd rather be. Back home in my darling, sweet loving arms, ain't nobody quite like she. There ain't no feeling quite like free. Highway shine is calling me Think I'll find myself a big record deal Gonna move down to the road Gonna relocate to Los Angeles And I won't have to work no more I've been held down by the man too long Getting by on getting by I can't take it anymore They want me to lay right down and die The highway's shining like an old river top Just as far as you can see Far beyond that canyon wall There ain't nowhere I'd rather Talk to Billy Joe Told me to listen to this song that he wrote I'm just an old chunk of coal But I'm gonna be a diamond someday, babe Oh, honey, just you wait and see I'm gonna miss you when I'm gone The highway shine is calling me As far as you can see Far beyond that canyon wall Ain't nowhere I'd rather be The highway's shining like an old river top Just as far as you can see Far beyond that canyon wall The highway's shining is calling me Far beyond that king wall 
highway sign is calling me. This is Texas River Tonkin. That was Vincent Noe Emerson with Highway Shine off his Fried Chicken and Even Evil Women album. That's such a great record. Oh, yeah. I love that. That was a really good record. I definitely missed playing those songs with him. That was a fun time. I mean, it was a, it was a kind of it was very intimidating coming to play with him when someone else played the, played bass on the record than I, I'm coming in to like learn it. I remember when I joined him, I had two weeks to learn 30 songs for oh, a West Coast tour. And cool. it was like a two-month tour, so that was a big, it was a whirlwind of a time. Nice. He's so he's one of my favorite to see live. Mm. You know, I've only seen him with the full band, I think, once or twice. Mm. But even just him on stage with a guitar, I mean, he'll kill it. Oh yeah. Every time. He's uh, actually the reason I played that. Not only because you played with him, but he's going to be playing Green Hall next Friday. I saw that. November eleventh, yeah. and guess who's opening for him? South Texas Tweak. Oh, man. So, you know, I had to get tickets for that one. Oh, yeah. So, I think Tweak's going to be at Sagebrush that Thursday. Okay. With Ellis Bullard and Nick Garza. Nice. Thursday the 10th because Michael Fenton, I don't know if y'all know him. He goes by Misery and Jen on Twitter. Hmm. You might know him through that, through the Twitter uh, sphere. But he's having like a wedding party, a pre wedding party at okay. Sagebrush. So, Hell yeah. So, meet me Thursday at Sagebrush. And then Friday, I'll be at Green Hall checking out Tweak and Vincent Neal Emerson. Hell yeah. So you played with him. I know you've gone on tour with Tweak. Anybody else you've been playing with? Tweak? Uh, I've play, I played with David plenty of time mm-hmm. between just for his records and live. I mean, outside of that, it's been... Lately, I've just been doing my... Just playing my stuff. I haven't been right. playing as much bass, which it's kind of bittersweet because I, I enjoy playing bass because I get to sit back, don't really have to worry about yeah much, just like make sure I hit the right notes and just... Hang out. Just stay on time and hold it down. Exactly that. That's cool, man. So, yeah, you put out the Learning to Cry. That was your fourth single you yeah. mentioned with Sam Culp. Um, and you've also worked with Paul Cawthon. Yes. And Diff- Matt Pence. They were both, both uh, yeah, different. Yeah, did work Matt, for them for a time. Different yeah. Paul Cawthon? No, same Paul Cawthon. Okay, I thought so. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it was, it's been, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was, it's kind of weird, too, because I remember when I was, Younger, like during the when I don't know if you know the Texas Gentlemen, but mm-hmm. oh, absolutely, I was there during their uh, Texas Gentlemen's album release, TX Jelly, over at the Kessler, and after that, they were doing a after party at the Belmont, which isn't really a thing anymore. But the Belmont used to be this kind of hub for all the Dallas Fort Worth artists to kind of, all right, because there's always been always a Dallas Fort Worth feud. It's always been oh, a absolutely thing. sure, and the Belmont was sort of like a gathering place for both sides of kind of just like. Whatever musicians hanging out, neutral turf, very neutral. Even though it was like more on the Dallas side, you still okay. found people from either scene hanging out there. I remember at the after party, that's where I first met Paul. I met uh, who did all I meet? Because it was it was a lot. All the Texas gentlemen I met Paul Cawthon. I'm sure I met Joshua Walker there initially. Okay, that makes like sense. just passing by, I was like, hey man, really dig dig your stuff. That was it. And then later on we. Wrote a couple songs. I've gotten to hang out with him. Most of the first people I got to work with was through that mm-hmm. after party, which was pretty cool when you think in retrospect. Yeah, that I have the album Jelly, Texas Jelly or Jelly. Yeah. I can't remember. It's, what it's TX called. Jelly. TX I Jelly. Think. Yeah, I have that vinyl and it's so good. Oh yeah, they're they're like trippy. They'll do bust out an eight minute song. You know, they don't Ooh. give a damn. No, it's and like they were really good when Bo Bedford was playing with them. Yeah. Like that was, I consider that like peak Texas Gentleman because. They had all been working together for a very long time, and 
I don't know, man. Bo Bedford puts on a little something special, like in the background that you can't necessarily see up front. But the longer, the more you see the Texas gentleman, the more you realize how Bo really put it that stuff in. I really would love to see another show with Bo in that in that mix again, if possible. Yeah. And Aaron Hayes as well, because he was a really he's a really good drummer. He played with the Quaker City Nighthawks yep, and him. did a lot of studio studio work. And that was that was that, those were the times where like Texas gentlemen, you think they're good now. Back then, they were kicking down every door. Everything was tight. There was no. It was from back to back to back. It was as good as like watching like a Western swing band, but instead of Western swing, they would do. It. You've seen them before. It's like yeah. not, I've never seen them live. You haven't. No. It's I'm still worth seeing. I'd still check it out if you get the chance. Absolutely. They put on a really good show. Well, hell yeah. So what else do you have coming up? Um, you heading out of town soon, or? Yeah, I mean, I've got the Industrial Cigar Company show happening um, tonight from seven to midnight over at Frisco, and then. After that, I'm going to head back up to Edmond, hang with my woman for a bit before I head, head home over to Fayetteville, Arkansas. But then my next shows are on the 17th at uh, Hotel San Jose. Mm-hmm. Then on the 18th, I'm going to be playing at Eight Airs Saloon in Dallas with uh, Simon Flory. And oh, then cool. on the 20th, I'm going to be playing with uh, Carl Carbonell. How, that's how you say his last name, right? Making sure I got that right. <laughs> Carbonell, I've never heard him. Yeah, he's really cool. He's a Tulsa guy. He's a Tulsa guy. I'm playing over the Mercury Lounge, which is Dude. still Mercury Lounge is special, man. There's not a lot of places like that by far. That's like one of my favorite because everyone that's in there is there to listen to music. Like yeah. it's and it's one of the, it's just really rare to find places that are have a built-in crowd that's just there for the music. And no matter what, you'll find people, the bartenders will listen, the people sitting there will listen. You may only have, like, ten people in there, but every, every single one's kind of nodding their head and yeah. paying attention to every word, which is really, I don't know. There's not a lot of places like that that exist, and if there are, they're not widely known, but I think that might be what's special yeah. about them. So how long were you in Dallas? You lived in that area for a while? I lived in the north, so not exactly in Dallas, but I spent a lot of time in Dallas. I lived in Roanoke, Justin, Denton, and, like, Throughout living those three areas, I always came to the Fort Worth and Dallas area, and I was living there from what? I know I lived there for six years. I'm trying to think. I think I moved there 2015, Valentine's Day on the dot, and left at 2021 in July. Okay. Yeah. And so, how'd you end up on the, at a feed store in North Fork, Texas, raising chickens and roosters and all? Um, that? Pandemic. That's that's. Yeah. If there's a one-word answer for it, it's pandemic. I mean, as we all know, like stuff shut down, and my family on the fall of 2020 decided to move to uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. At the time, I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna stay here. At the time, I was like, yeah, I really like Texas. I'm really gonna stay here. I still like Texas, of course, but it was at the time I thought I still needed to be there. In hindsight, probably would have been better just go with them but nonetheless i ended up staying there for a while shows were kind of like dwindling there wasn't as much there i knew still knew some places that were doing shows but it wasn't as wasn't as active as it was pre-pandemic and so uh, having to pay for a car having to pay for rent um the guy i was sleeping actually in my neighbor's uh guest room he lived just down just across the street from us and he was like yeah you can stay here for like two three hundred dollars a month, there no biggie. Go. I was like, cool. And I saw some money saved up from shows, and he actually got me the job because I tried to find places. I worked at a coffee shop. Turns out I'm not very good at making coffee, just drinking it. <laughs> I worked at a warehouse for like five days, uh, unloading freight, which is like is like one of the most grueling jobs because you'll 
come by like 25 foot trailers at the smallest and they come by 55 foot ones with the ceiling the ceiling of it being at least 12 15 feet high so you're ending it and you're moving boxes as size of basically like a weed whackers to size of pencils and the, remember the worst one was it's a 55 foot trailer 12 foot 12 feet high and all of it was these small little pencil boxes the half of it and the thing is we have these uh probably call now but each one has a code and there's three different codes all with those small boxes we had to go through each one to make sure it was all right and get them all on a pallet and we were highly understaffed so we were overworked it was be working there from three we're supposed to work there from three to ten ended up like every day leaving the place at like 2 a.m just moving boxes pallets so are you forklift certified not yet not yet (laughs) i need to be dude i need to be that was I could have had a chance of working forklift, and I was too nervous I might impale someone. So I was just like, not going to do that. But long story short from there, ended up working the feed store. Okay. Enjoyed it for like the first half of it because it was fun. I got to just carry feed around, talk to, had a normal schedule of people that came by. Ended up liking taking care of chickens. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, they're mindless, but it's, they started to become like really fond company because I was working the shop by myself 10 days 10 day 10 hours a day and then for 60 hour weeks basically and so that was Shit. a pretty pretty grueling job i mean i was pretty fit carrying around 50 ba- 50 pound bags all day yeah. but outside of that it was it was not fun it was not fun good experience though i think it came up because we were sitting there at hotel turkey after the after the show with tweak and dc and they were talking about fighting roosters yeah growing up in brazoria county oh, yeah. I haven't. I've never fought roosters myself, but I've seen seen them because we used to have a cage for the roosters and the chickens. Granted, the shop didn't have a lot of money, so we ran on a budget with everything. Yeah. To my own detriment, sadly, and we had a cage that was about five feet wide at most and about six feet long, and we'd have about between three to, I think at one point we had like eleven roosters in that cage. And, of course, every time you invite a new rooster in, the cockfight starts. Yeah, like the pecking order. Peck, oh, yeah, the pecking order. I mean, yeah. it was really bad when you had a lot of them, but I remember the, there was one fight I remember specifically. Because the first one, of course, first fight I ever witnessed scared me because I'm from Chicago. I didn't know. <laughs> I, like, I kind of knew. From about, the mean streets of yeah. Chicago. <laughs> but, like, I didn't understand this was, like, the way things were. So I... First was like, call my boss, like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Sorry, I'm not supposed to swear, but... You're fine. I was like, what do I do? They're fighting. Should I stop him? He's like, Charlie, settle down. Just let him. Just let him do it. I was like, okay. Let and after a few weeks, it started becoming, like, normal. And sometimes when you're working for 10 hours, you have nothing to do, so I ended up watching him sometimes. And I remember there's this one with a big rooster named Old Red. He's about... He was... He's a big guy because usually with roosters you can hold him with one hand. This guy you had to hold with two hands just to get him, just to get a good hold of him. And we had two little Easter eggs in there, which are basically like mutt roosters. They're mixed with like five different breeds. Okay. The best way you can tell it's an Easter egg is because it has green legs. It's like a really dark green. And old red, I forget. He was a purebred, but it looks like someone had been feeding him really well for all his life because he was really buff, really big. And as soon as got them in there, they started fighting. And they fought for a good, like, hour. By the end of it, one was blind. The other one wouldn't stop. And Old Red was kind of just – he knew he won. He had both of their blood all over his beak and yeah. such. And he was just kind of sitting there high and mighty. One of the Easter Eggers wouldn't stop, so I ended up grabbing him, throwing him out of the cage. 
because one was blind and he was done. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. It's crazy. It makes me sound bad, but it was it was entertaining. Yeah. So I, I had buddies growing up that that raised cocks to go take to Hobbs, New Mexico, yeah. and and fight them. I never went with them because my dad told me I might get stabbed. But uh, you know. We we definitely had some customers that were only doing it would get feed just for the roosters, and we that's what some of the roosters ended up being used for was as practice. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is we gave them away free because the rooster situation is worse than the pit bull situation. That's the best way I can explain it to people is because we all know pit bulls are mistreated, misused. Mm, right. Take that, but then like with birds, which are people already don't really respect as much, don't really – the cost of care is very low with birds. Right. And so with that, we had a bunch of roosters, and people oftentimes just give them to us, and we just give them away free because whoever takes them, great whatever like get off our hands and so we there's a few that i know few of them i knew were cockfighters but i mean they were some of our regulars so they right we'd, we'd make mo- a lot of money off of them there's one lady specifically she owned five acres and she raised about i think it was between 120 and 150 uh fighting cocks on our land and she had just giant tubs on the acres full of water and that's how she took care of all of them right and it was during the that freak winter in February, I think it was in 2020. Either it was in... 2021, yeah. 2021, yeah, was last yes. Year, yeah. That she lost about, like, half of her roosters because all the water froze up. It was... And then we lost her from there because I think she got out of the business from there because she took so, such a big cost. Yeah. So you mentioned your new song. It has birds in the title. Yeah. Right? It had nothing to do with chickens or roosters, no, right? No, no, okay. no. That's... The birds is actually, I got that from the Beatles because there's a song Blackbird. Oh. And bird is a, in Europe, bird is a slang term for women, so it's a little insight on the. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a little, little inside, trying me trying to be a little clever with it. I love Black. That's a great song. That's one of my, my son's favorite songs. But I do have a, a tattoo of a rooster here. On oh, that's my, awesome. On my rib cage, probably the most painful tattoo I've got, I ever got. I've got one right here. There you go. Right above the chest. I'm planning to get a other one on the right side, more beaten up one, because I've got a whole th- theme going on that nice. I've got planned out for, for my body and my tattoos, if right. I can afford it all, that is. So that's the thing, yeah. If I, if I didn't have three kids and a Mustang to work on, I'd probably have <laughs> double sleeves, both arms. But I got this rooster tattoo. It was at a bachelor party. Okay. And my cousin drove up from Marble Falls and met us at, I think, Lake LBJ, and was giving out free tattoos. Shoot. And uh, I was so hungover. And I was getting this tattoo, and I felt like I was going to die. Yeah, the ribs. I've heard the ribs are... It's awful. Really but bad. But if you look at it, it's, it's basically the Kellogg's... Uh, yeah. You know, corn, it, cornflakes rooster solid, is what it is. It's, the, it's a solid tattoo. Corn, Cornelius the rooster. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I need, a, I, need a, I need more tattoos. I've got such an itch for it, and just not the money for the itch. Which one was your first tattoo? First, It was the snake one with the, wrapped around the blue bonnet. That was the very first one nice. done by Tristan Bradshaw. I did. Um, he works over in Kentucky, but I was over at Ace's Tattoo, and I, I waited a year. I wait. It was wasn't until I was nineteen that I got this one. I remember my mom was like, "I'm okay with getting a tattoo, just don't, just don't be a pussy about it." Get a, <laughs> get a, she was like, "That was her exact words." Get a real one. And she was like, "Yeah, get a big one. Get a big yeah. one." I was like, "Okay." And I got this one, and I remember walking out. I was like, "Yeah, I'm the man." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! No, nobody's ever said I wish I'd have got that tattoo smaller. Exactly. Anybody's no. ever said that. So I can play one. I can play one of your new ones. I can play either Trophy Wife or Learning to Cry and get you tuned up, and then do some live ones if you want. Yeah, let's do uh, Trophy Wife. All right, cool. So this is 
not your newest single, right? The newest one would be Learning to Cry. Right. And then this is Trophy, Trophy Wife by Yeah, Charlie. last one I worked with uh, John Pettigrew on. Okay, cool. Trophy Wife by Charlie J. Memphis. Note Brewing is located four miles south of Dripping Springs on Ranch Road 12, just north of Wimberley. Thursday through Sunday, you can experience the notes of a cold craft beer, local wine or cider in this hill country backyard while enjoying live music, food from an on-site food truck, and yard games. The comfortable tap room and relaxing outdoor shady beer garden is a great place to bring yourself, friends, or the entire family. Find Ghost Note's full music schedule, beer menu, hours, and other information online at ghostnotebrewing.com. Ghost Note Brewing, turning complete strangers into new friends. Listeners, you know here at Texas River Taunt, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their muscle release salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. 
Tejas Hemp, put in the J back in Texas. This is Texas River Tonk, and that was Sierra Farrell with Whispering Waltz. The reason I played that is because tickets are on sale now for her show Wednesday, March 15th at Green Hall. So I was sitting by my computer at 10 o'clock this morning yeah. waiting to pull that trigger, and I got them. Uh, she's also going to be in Dallas March 12th at the Granada and March 18th in Houston at the Heights Theater. So those are her only Texas dates scheduled currently. So if you want to get tickets, you probably want to get on that. And again, we have Charlie J. Memphis in studio, oh, yeah. David Miner hanging out. We've got some other guests coming on a little bit, but we got time for a couple songs. What are you thinking about playing? All right, I'm going to play a song off 
the new record I recorded over at Homestead. It's called Love on the 9 to 5. You think I got time to tell a story? Yeah, absolutely, man. We got 15, 20 minutes. Hell yeah. So I'm originally from Chicago, and even when I moved away from Chicago, I still kept one foot in the punk scene, one out, because I had some buddies that played in it. And there was a five-band show happening at the Cobra Lounge. And as you know with punk bands, we can't really afford much. It's gas for the minivan, money for beer and cheap drugs, and to fix somebody's guitar or an amp or something. Something's always broken. Like, there was always something broken, whether it be a pedal, somebody's tube went out. It was, and so... Even when you fix something, there's always another thing broken, so you'd have to borrow something from the band and always. So we can't afford PR, none of us did. It was all just Instagram, word of mouth. Yeah. That's about it. And I forgot who, but it was part of my uh, friend's band. I think they're called Death of Self still. One of the members of the band came up with this like grand idea, and I wish I came up with it because it was really clever. But they said, you know what we should do? We should call it the churches. We should call it the churches and telling this satanic band playing and we're some concerned <laughs> citizens and we yes. think God needs to be there and there's like quite a few churches around where we're at or where we're playing and so the idea is we call enough people, get enough of the churchgoers to protest the show, we'll get the show on the news and they'll make this whole, you know, best PR you can buy is on the news. That was the idea but then most, I think, no not even most, all the answers were straight to voicemail of sorry you called us at the wrong time our opening hours from here to here from days here to here god bless you amen click and as anarchists and you know all that it was like yeah this proves our point screw the system screw the church and for me i was kind of cheering along but it, after a while it sat on me a little heavy because i used to be a christian yeah. i'm still kind of working on it it's back and forth i couldn't tell you exactly what i am but um, so in that, with it sitting heavy, I wrote a song, Love on the 9 to 5. Should be out next year between March and May. <laughs> Very cool. All right. I was having a hard time. Nothing was working. Nothing rhymed. I was desperate to start drinking again. My legs was old to call the man in the sky Cause nothing was working, nothing rhymed I was having a hard time Love on the 9 to 5 Leave a message, I'll get back to you And he's got a dime Love on the 9 to 5 I am worth the time I was having a hard time Cause nobody answered, nobody tried So I hung up and started drinking again My last resort was a waste of my dime Cause nobody answered, nobody tried I was having a hard time Love on the 9 5 He'll get back to you and he's got a dime Love on 
the nine to five. Leave a message, he'll get back to you. And he's got a dog. I love on the nine to five. I am worth the time. Leave a message, we'll get back to you And he has got a dime Love on the nine to five Leave a message, he'll get back to you And he has got a dime Love on the nine to five I ain't worth the time I dig that one. Thank you, man. Yeah, I think I've heard you play that one before. Yeah, I'm sure you have. It's yeah. one of those people seem to like it, so I keep playing it. <laughs> I dig it. It's got that nice train beat that oh, kind of, yeah. you know, keeps you moving. Definitely. I mean, like, it's kind of one of those things where it's one of those songs I think encapsulates part of my like punk, my love for punk, and still and playing country and trying to like. Lately, I've been writing songs that are faster because I I miss playing. Yeah. You never lose lose that drive of like I just want to play fast. I want to want to get going. Yeah. Want to do it and. That's kind of like one of those songs where I, in the in recording, kind of leaned into it a little bit. I dig it. And South Texas tweaks like that too. Like he'll play some slower songs, you know, you know, some covers too. But his fast stuff. Oh man, yeah. You know, love that. So you want to play another one? Mm-hmm. We got about ten more minutes. Hell yeah. This song, simply put, is a about a forgotten man and a woman with a dream. It's called El Camino. Nice. There was a man named El Camino. In a small forgotten town He wanted to be more Before settling down Forgotten in a bar Out in West Texas But a woman with a dream Fixed a mom with some elbow grease They rode to the city He was at easy escape small town divine love at the end of it all at the end of it all they found love at the end of it all mm-hmm. oh, they were bound to fall but they found love at the end of it all They had a hell of a time Ripping through the city, crossing lines Till the sirens roared And the bullet soared He escaped the small town to find trouble 
wearing a gown But it did not shake his heart He was more excited to get than apart But they found it in a bridge at a men's They went into fourth gear But I fear was the end of it all And the end of it all They found love at the end of it all Mm-hmm, oh They were bound to fall But they found love at the end of it all one man appreciate that yeah thank you so i know you got to head to frisco mm-hmm. that's what about a four hour drive if you're lucky just about yeah. just about that's what it says right now we'll see yeah it's 35 so see what happens when you hit waco yeah just, just, it's always waco man it's always freaking waco it's waco <laughs> you know don't start drinking till waco it's kind of my rule yeah so you hope you don't die in waco right yeah, i'll be fine <laughs> so again it's gonna be the 17th right november 17th yes, which is a thursday mm-hmm Hotel San Jose. Yep, 530 so, to 730. So if you're in Austin, check that out. What else you have? You got Besides that, um, the 18th will be at 8 Air Saloon with right. Simon Flory. And then the 20th will be at the Mercury Lounge with Carl Carbonell. And then I think my last show of the year is going to be December 9th. The OKC, uh, the OKC Blue Note is ho- ho- hosting yeah. <laughs> um, a Roots Festival from what I hear. Okay. Yeah. And you have uh, charliejmemphis.com. Mm-hmm. You're on Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Spotify, all the, the rest of it. All that good stuff. So you want to play one more before yeah, you get I'm out done. of here? I'm down to do one more. You want something fast or want something slow? Ooh, let's do fast, yeah. Another fast I got one, one more question, though, for you. Yes. What, when did you cut your hair off, and what made you do that? Oh, when I cut my hair off. I can't remember the exact date, but uh, it was recent. And the reason why I cut it off is just... I've been I've had long hair since I was like a kid and I'm kind of getting into the new chapter of my life. You know I'm quitting drinking. I'm trying to like starting to put myself out more. I'm figured cutting your hair is a good way to signify change. And hell, I'm tired of the upkeep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I like being able to like just put it under a hat yeah, and be done. Those hot Texas summers, did you? Oh yeah, but uh. This is a song that I'm not gonna say what's about because it's very depressing and very sad. But if you listen, then you'll you understand. All right. It's called Reconcile. Nothing's like a morning after storm. After your fist falls to your side, the 
Like a bad dream it is You can see you've lived a scar too Blind and by the bottle you fell into And your lightning flashes of anger They echo for miles A quick sense of danger leaves little To reconcile Trash and free is forest you can reach in a flask Oh it's fixed to your side You say you try to cut it out but you don't know how So you blame it on something new Cause it can never be the booze or you Lightning flashes of anger They echo for miles A quick sense of danger Leaves little To reconcile I try to help, but you give me hell. So go ahead and choke on the truth. And your lightning flashes of anger—they echo for miles. A quick sense of danger leaves little And your lightning flashes of anger They echo for miles A quick sense of danger Oh, leaves little Leaves oh so little Damn. Thank you. <laughs> man, thank you, dude. Again, I appreciate you coming by. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. So, man, I'll, I'll catch you. I'm going to try to meet up with you, even though I can't make the show at San Jose. Maybe we can we'll figure something out afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, after party. We'll figure something out. Hell yeah. Well, cool, man. I'll catch you around, and we're going to go out, or I guess send you out with your version of Learning to Cry. Sounds good. All right. So, go, yeah. go give him a follow. Check out Charlie J. Memphis. Enjoy.
my tongue While she run wild about town Now she's gone and I miss my little run around I'm learning to cry Since she walked out on me
Ghost Note Brewing is located four miles south of Dripping Springs on Ranch Road 12, just north of Wimberley. Thursday through Sunday, you can experience the notes of a cold craft beer, local wine or cider in this hill country backyard while enjoying live music, food from an on-site food truck, and yard games. The comfortable tap room and relaxing outdoor, shady beer garden is a great place to bring yourself, friends, or the entire family. Find Ghost Note's full music schedule, beer menu, hours, and other information online at ghostnotebrewing.com. Ghost Note Brewing, turning complete strangers into new friends. Listeners, you know here at Texas River Tonk, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their muscle release salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. Tejas Hemp, putting the J back in Texas. I grew up in a small town Got in trouble with amphetamine Said I turned my back on Jesus They went and turned their back on me And I blinked and I was 29 Well I knew I had to sober up When I kicked it for the first time That's when I could clearly see They're like buzzards on a power line Waiting patiently to take their turn And pick apart what's left behind When I ain't dead yet Well I moved away and I got a job Well I took some college courses Learned to curb the cravings One day at a time When I'm back for holidays It's like they all line up to see me To remind me of the way I was They can't believe I'm doing fine Cause they're like buzzards on a power line Waiting patiently to take their turn Pick apart what's left behind I ain't dead Yeah, they hold themselves so high above me I can hear them talking quietly When I needed someone there to love me They were too hungry to see Them I'm just another failure to look down on I wish they'd leave me expected me to be 
Just can't stand to have them see me now All grown up and living clean Can't imagine they'd have much to say Wouldn't based on some worn out memory they're like buzzards on a power line Waiting patiently to take their turn Pick apart what's left behind When I ain't dead yet Yeah, they hold themselves so high above me I can hear them talking quietly When I needed someone there to love me They were too hungry to see them, I'm just another failure to look down on. Wish they'd leave me be. Cause I ain't dead yet. Yeah, I'm growing stronger every day. Sometimes I wonder if they'll ever see the kind of person I've become instead of who I used to be. Try to think about it less and less anymore Focus on letting go and being free I ain't dead yet This is Texas River Tonk on KZSM.org, True Community Radio, and that was My Politics New One with Buzzards on a Power Line. I don't see any dates for them in Texas, but we'll keep you posted. But now we have a few people in the studio. We got Hunter Hicks and also Jeff Manson. How are you boys doing? Real good. Great. Yeah. Glad to be here. So what, what are you all in town for? Just rolling through. Yeah? Uh, yeah, playing a, playing a couple little things around Austin over the weekend. Um, it's open studios and you have some fun parties yeah uh playing a, a tofu barbecue oh is that actually, what it is in holly right. yeah we're both gonna be there yeah tofu barbecue blowout the, yeah we're, we're here for the well, i'm mostly here for the tofu you know that's what they say go to texas yeah you want to get really good tofu <laughs> that's what i've heard there's some places in town though there's a place called what is it north street cafe that does fusion tacos like indian curry tacos and thai food or tofu thai food tofu yeah, yeah sounds, stuff, man. sounds good. Yeah, but I'm just happy to be here. It feels so great to be in a place where music is so deep in the in the people. It's it's true. It's a little bit different. I'm visiting from Northern California. And there's a lot of music up there too, but it's just it's a different thing. So it yeah, feels, it feels really good to be uh, sort of simmering in it and talking to everybody getting back from Black Pot this week too. It seems like there's a lot of folks there. There. So were y'all there with Rich Russell? Yeah, I didn't go, but um, but I yeah, I think I did. I had my first Black Pot this year. Yeah, okay. I've heard a lot of cool stuff about that, but so what's it all about? It's like a songwriter's um, retreat or something. It's like uh, it's like this Cajun cookout uh, like festival. Like it's two days, you camp out. And, and where's it at? Uh, what's that town called, sir? Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, it's oh. Lafayette, Louisiana. Nice. So you're you're in New Orleans right now, right? Yeah, I live there. Now. But not originally from New Orleans. That's right. No, I'm from um, Wyoming. I grew up in Wyoming. Okay. I was born in, in Southern Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So what took you to New Orleans? Oh, I just met some buddies down there. Uh, just kind of, um, and I've been there a couple times, you know, to play music. And my mom was actually born there too, so it's always kind of been a, a thing on my mind. But uh, you know, 
we just Sarah and I never lived in the city before, so we wanted to go try it out. It okay. seemed like a fun place. I went to That's New Orleans cool. one time. It was the Easter before Katrina hit. Wow. So and I haven't been back since. So yeah. I definitely need to make that trip. It's probably a lot different. Yeah, I drove yeah. through there on my way to, to Florida, but just to eat. Yeah. Didn't yeah. didn't have any fun. Well, you should yeah. go hang out. No, no trouble. And so, what about you, Jeff? Um, you're in the Bay Area now. Yeah, I'm up. I'm in a little town called Bolinas, okay. up, up uh, above San Francisco, a little ways. And uh, yeah, I like to write, write a lot of songs up there. Nice. So it's on the other side of the bridge. Yep. Yeah, okay. Through the Rainbow Tunnel, up over the Mount Tam, tucked away. Beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good place. Um, and a lot of nice music happening out there too. Okay. And. Is that where you're from originally, or did you end I grew up, there? up a little further south in, in Ventura County. Okay, nice. But I'm up there now. I've been up there since 2006, so, so I'm I, stuck. So um, I know you're in radio, but how'd you get into music? Were you in radio first, or music first, or how did that work? For music you? first. Okay. Played and written music for a long time. Uh, yeah, Rich Russell, who you mentioned earlier, down visiting, is an old friend of mine, college buddy. So we've known each other 20 plus years. Gotcha. And. Uh, yeah, been playing music all that time, writing it. And, um, I just finished a new record. It's up on on Spotify online. It's called In an Unguarded Moment. If folks want to check it out. And uh, we're getting vinyl coming. It's on the way, but everything's a little slow. Yeah, right. I know. For for smaller artists, it seems to be hard to get vinyl ordered and pressed because yeah. I held off just yeah. because I looked and I was like, oh, this is depressing to have to wait, you know, however many six months. But here we go. Every show, <laughs> almost every show. Turn those mics down for just a minute. Yeah. So we lit, we uh, run the studio right next to the fire station, and so go get them, boys. <laughs> but anyway, so I know you're in, in radio too. So it's KWMR. Yeah, I work for a little community radio station. Uh, feels similar to KZSM okay. in a way. Uh, you know, really homegrown people making radio as a community together. And that's the thing I love about community radio. It feels yeah. like a sort of like a big living room. It's, you know, there's so few. Uh, the commons, the concept of the commons is gone in America. You know, everything's privatized, everything's for money, everything costs something. And places like community radio stations are, it's like virtual commons in a way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Feels good. Hopefully y'all have a, a nicer, bigger building than we have, but. We're in a, we're in a, a it's the old creamery building in Point Ray Station where they used to make butter. And it's, um, there's, yeah, it feels like maybe there's still a little bit of grease on the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we're working with the city. We're trying to get their FCC license. The city is potentially going to give us their license, and so we'll be back on the airwaves. We used to have a actual radio license, and it got taken away for some reason before I was here. It wasn't my fault, right? But we're we're working to get it back. So y'all are on so. FM as well. We are, yeah. Nice, yeah. But you know, that's I mean, that's a whole topic for a whole other radio show. It's interesting that it is the way people listen to things is changing all the time, and. Um, I love I love the FM, the terrestrial, so to speak, because somebody can put a 45 on in the studio, and without touching a computer at any point in the chain, it goes up and goes up to the top of Mount Vision. Nice. Goes out those nice sine waves and you just tune it right into your radio. And there's a there's a directness. That is there cool. That I appreciate. And so we have somebody else in the studio. We got a third member here. Your name is Kevin. Yes, Kevin Hedgie. Yeah, where are you from? Uh, Originally California, so it was nice to be another Californian in here for right. sure. But Southern California initially, then lived in Denver for the past three years, and don't really have a home base right now. It's kind of on the road a little bit with this guy, so yeah. just doing that. 
I got family in Santa Monica. There you go. So yeah, that's the only spot. only part of Southern California I really am familiar with. Yeah, I was down in Laguna Beach originally, so just just south of that, so south of LA. Okay, cool. And yeah. so y'all are y'all are playing some shows. Y'all are headed headed up to Oklahoma City. That's right. Well, we um we have a show. We're doing the barbecue blowout, the bar- <laughs> tofu barbecue blowout tomorrow, 11th annual. Um, and then we're doing a. We're playing Houston, and then we're playing Oklahoma City, and then we're playing Springfield, Missouri, uh, and then we're playing Fayetteville, Arkansas, and then we're playing in Nashville. Oh, bad. I'm dropping Kevin off, and then I'll drive back to New Orleans. Yeah. So, what are y'all playing in Nashville? Um, it's a little house show. That's cool. So that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. Absolutely. That's Oh, Those are yeah. the best shows. Yeah, it feels like right. a very DIY kind of run, and that always makes us feel real good. Yeah, surrounded like in the community like that. So, yeah, this nice. is this is my first trip since I moved down south. Um, so, it's kind of you know some places I've been before, but still kind of new ground. And you know, I'm looking to come back to Texas all the time now that I'm not that far away. You know? Nice. Living out west in Wyoming, eight hours isn't that long of a drive, so I can oh, do no. it. <laughs> I'm from the Lubbock you know. area, and that's about a seven-hour drive, yeah. so I can do that, no problem. Right. Ten right. hours, that's starting to push it. Yeah. Like seven, eight, yeah. that's doable. So, I'll be back. So, so, y'all have your guitars. Who wants to go first? All right, here's one um, takes place kind of well on into the evening when you look around and um, the objects around you start taking on a little more personality than they deserve, you know what I mean? You catch a glimpse of your face in a reflection, and, and you, you yourself are taking on, uh, you know, exhibiting a little less personality than maybe you have at a time. It's just us, you know, wherever you go. There you are. Okay, here we go. It's called My Own Eye. It's on my new uh, album, In an Unguarded Moment. Was a little too late when I found myself standing before the mirror. Bathroom light was on the heat, a little too bright. And I made the mistake of leaning in a little nearer. Looked myself in my own eye, saw only fading light and swirling mist. Looked myself in my own eye Saw only blowing dust and drifting sand The sticker peeling off the bumper of the broke down Astro van Reads wherever I go, there I am I swear the toothbrush frowned at me And the toilet seat just blushed and turned away Razor and the comb conspired, insinuating that I could use a shave. And I suppose that when the sun comes up, I'll watch it rise from behind my scratched up shades. I look myself in my own eye, I drag the blade and pack the car. Morning DJ spouting platitudes on the ham radio Saying wherever you go, there you are <laughs> Anyone want to like, uh, just like BS uh, some guitar playing C? <laughs> yeah man 
things were getting kind of hairy, so I stumbled out toward Potato Lake Bluff. And beneath the waxing gibbous begged the breeze to steal the song right from my mouth. With my junk spread all around Out in the moonlight looking faded and worn out I looked myself in my own eye Saw only fading light and swirling mist And certain memories of a time gone by Linger in my jealous mind Wherever she goes, I guess there she is Great song, man. Thanks. I dig that one. Right on, sure. thank you. Well, hell yeah. So again, that was Jeff Manson, My Own Eye. My Own Eye. is on, you put that out in 2022, right? 22, yeah. This, yeah, yeah this, so last, this year. Yeah, this, yeah just, just got that up there and it's in all the streaming places. And so, <laughs> but you have another album out too, right? Wild another, Form? Another or? album called Wild Form and then a couple, a bunch of stuff on Bandcamp, but those are the, I got the two sort of proper finish things and i got another one that uh, should be finished in uh january okay so. so where and how are you recording all this uh my latest one i did in a, st a studio uh called panoramic house it's in stinson beach right in, in town where uh, my good friend jeremy harris it's one of those kind of wild covid things where uh right place at the right time you know mm -hmm. they had when they shut the studio down in 2020 he happened to be there working and they didn't know what to do with the place and, and he made himself useful and um has been there, so uh, nice. it's nice to nice to get to work with a good friend in a well-appointed place. And then the one before, uh, pretty much a bedroom, fun bedroom recording situation, recorded in chicken coops and shacks and oh, sheds yeah. and all you know all that stuff. And it sounds fun. It's fun, but it <laughs> for me it takes so much longer to do that because it's like you're trying to fix things all the time. Yeah. Like oh yeah, the chicken it. coop was great, but like you gotta you know. Um, but I'm feeling really really happy about recording right now in my life i love it and i feel like i especially with my time working at the radio station there's access to some some gear and things and i i think this is true for just about anyone right now it's like it's not that hard to make a technically good sounding album recording like it's you yeah. do it with the phone in your pocket on the beach or something and um that feels great to me just to be able to be really productive yeah, as long as the content is good the quality That's doesn't it. have to be right there yeah you know and that's cool yeah. the content's got to be good yeah otherwise because there's so much good music out right now. It's unreal just it's, how, how much good music, ton, yeah. especially in this area. We're spoiled in this area because live shows, I mean, artists are just coming through here all the time. So yeah. so what are you thinking? You ready to play one? I am. Yeah, yeah what, let's what, do one. What do you want to play, Hunter? I'm going to play this song called Little Bird. This is from my uh, you know, first full-length album, which is the only one that I have right now. Um, I wrote this song during, um, I guess, like in the beginning of 2020. I spent a few months in... Michigan at my dad's house, um, waiting out the storm, and uh, this is kind of just a song about, you know, if uh, if art has a has a place in a world like that, you know, okay. or maybe you don't got nobody to talk to.
Little bird, are you singing for yourself? What would you say if you had no one to tell? Would you still wake at dawn just to sing your songs? Or be waiting around for me to come along? Our fool is found in the castle all alone Laughing at his own jokes and talking to an empty throne He sits down and sighs when he decides That you do need someone else around sometimes Hello my dear, life is pretty long there's bound to be some mornings where the sun comes up wrong And it sure would be nice if you'd keep me occupied Through the otherwise empty days and nights Crickets don't chirp and the wind doesn't move Poets can't cry and the flowers would not bloom If you're not for love, then all the stars above Could never, ever be enough Little bird, are you singing for yourself? What would you say if you had no one to tell? Would you still wake at dawn just to sing your song? Or be waiting around for me to come along? Hey, beautiful. I dig that. Thank you. And you said that's off Dead Birds? That one's off of, that one's just an EP that I put out when I was uh, like 19. Okay, so um, that's off the new That one's off Hunter Hicks. So the self-titled. That's right, yeah. Nice. So where'd you record that one at? Um, I recorded that in Laramie. My um, my my friend um, Keaton Elsasser has, uh, he knows what he's doing a little bit. He's just a friend of mine and uh, up in this old high school called the Civic Center, uh, in Laramie there's um, this room at the top like on the roof that is just like the old band room and it's just abandoned and uh, it's just like this big high ceiling room and we just did that all in there in like uh, three days just sitting around a microphone just like this okay so you're on the album so, too mm -hmm. yeah oh man that's cool yeah that's right it was that's really right. hazy it was when all the fires were happening in the medicine bow and the snowy range up there and okay. so the whole time it was just like ash was raining down we were in the top of this little like steeple of this building in this very spooky room so yeah yeah, yeah. but we sat there and yeah we did three days and did it all live just like this no overdubs or anything like that um and it's really bare bones sound just like this yeah nice yeah so one of my favorite songs off of your album jeff is 
hand-me-down. Was oh, it? yeah, hand-me-down yeah. signs. Hand-me-down signs. That was badass. You want to play that one live? Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, I'd love to. Must we really fake it till we make it? Grind it till we find it. Must we really burn it up and wear it out? Make it do or do without. Things I thought I knew I've got to learn again. Don't knock it till you try it. Better to boil before you fry it. If you shake it, you could break it. It's so easy to mistake it. Things I thought I knew I've got to learn again. Thinking about things, things I thought I knew. All the ill advice I've given, entrenched in my positions on things, got to learn again. Must have slipped my mind I forgot how we forget And a gray-haired granddaughter of a Suffragette was holding up a hand-me-down sign That reads, I can't believe I Still have got to protest this shit <laughs> I mean, really Better smoke them if you got them Hit rock, kick off the bottom Better sign up for a training Before I carry on with my mansplaining About things I thought I knew Time to re-examine Thinking about things, things I thought I knew. All the ill advice I've given, enslaved by my suspicions about things I gotta learn again. Must have slipped my mind. I forgot how we forget And frantic pundits rearranging deck chairs on a sinking ship Holding up hand-me-down signs Talking about some end being nigh Well, begin, begin again Begin, begin again Begin again, begin again, begin, 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 again. Radio fade out. <laughs> Sorry, I might have clipped uh, clipped your mic on a couple of You're moments good, there. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can, you know, adjust some of that. Somebody stuff. put a limiter on this guy. Yeah, that one's sort of about. Um, you know, being a man and being able to say that you're wrong or that the the thing that 
one myself, I, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but the thing that I was so convinced of as being true maybe wasn't true. Or It's like when you start to, you're the fish and you start to see the water that you've been swimming in. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I don't know. I like to, I'm interested in exploring these kind of ideas without, without getting to the specifics of the politic of the current moment we find ourselves, this divisive moment in this country where people aren't seeing eye to eye in a lot of different ways. And we're so, forgive me, I'm getting on my soapbox here on the radio, but hey, we, we're so enmeshed in the identity politics of the time, whether, you know, on wherever you are in this grand, wildly, wild spread of humanity and suffering, carnival of human suffering we're in. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to look at, I just want to look at what that's about because it's hard, trouble ahead, you know, trouble behind. And, but, uh, if we, it sounds a little Pollyanna, but if we can try to figure out how to, to get along in the world, then right. maybe we can have a little bit better time a little bit better than time. otherwise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> More fun. And so one that sticks out, uh, sticks out to me from your record is Sleep Easy. Oh, um, what's the story? Gosh, I haven't played that song. In you don't a really have to play it. I can, time. I can actually play. But it, I'll uh, tell you the story. Um, yeah, I. It's just like it happened. Really, just like that, like that okay. song. Um, but yeah, I had a friend who was having a, um, a roommate, being an old friend, um, who was uh, having a hard like a drinking night, like where he was like really drunk and was like really sick and throwing up everywhere. And uh, like after I finally like he got to bed. I was like, I'm gonna go drive to the gas station and get like some smokes or some snacks or something like that, right? And so I was driving up and this guy was laying in the road. Like, you know, I didn't, I couldn't tell what it was at first, but I got closer and closer. I was like, that's a guy like laying there. And I, and he was laying there just totally dead still. And like, I thought he was dead. Like, I thought he was dead. He was like all tangled up in this bike. Like, he had wrecked his bike. It was like this older man. And uh, I was like, you know, I just didn't know what to do about it. Like, I felt like I had this situation where, or like, I was just tired of taking care of somebody else that right. day, you know? And so, you know, I kind of had this thing where, like, he, I really thought he was dead. And I was like, you know, that really freaked me out because, um, you know, I hate talking to the cops, you know. I'm just kidding. That's a joke I say. That never goes over that well. But anyway, he, uh, he looks up at me. He, he looks up at me. Uh, and I was like, oh, he's alive, and he was just, like, bleeding all over himself, and he looked like like he was, like, hammered drunk or something like that, and, um, you know, just kind of looked like a rough-lived guy, and uh, and I just drove off, and I just left him there. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, I guess I, I felt kind of bad about it or whatever, but um, I went home and wrote that song. Nice. That's exactly what happened. So here's you what know? I'm going to do. I'm going to play the album version of that. So we could take a break, and cool. then we'll come back, and we'll do a couple more songs each. That's Sounds great. great. All right, so this is Sleep Easy off the Hunter Hicks self-titled album. Y'all enjoy. When I first saw him lying there, I didn't know what to do. He was tangled up in a bike he'd stolen from Little Sue. Plastic basket in the front flowers on the side he was lying out in the street in the darkest hour of night he was drunk as hell and i could tell by that look in his eye he had a gash across his forehead that he gained on his last ride 
burning in the main beams like an ant under a lens. And I almost got out to stand him up and send him off again. But I could not lend a hand, no, I could not intervene. And that sure is insensitive, and it might even be me. And I drove off down the road, and I couldn't help but feel ashamed. But if you leave the cliff to catch someone, you might end up the same. So sleep easy, my friend. I cannot. Lend a hand, sleep easy, my friend. In the morning sun, it'll come again. I came home and sat down inside of my little room, and I couldn't help but think that there was more that I could do. Call into the station, have the boys come pick him up, and then throw him in the back seat with his wrists wrapped up in cuffs. Slap him with a big old fine I know he couldn't pay, and then lock him up, let him out after a couple of days, and he'd come out broker than before and thirstier than hell, and walk down the street and tie one on at some old familiar well. So sleep easy, my friend, and I hope no one calls you in. Sleep easy, my friend, in the morning sun, it'll come again. This is Texas River Tonk, KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And that was Hunter Hicks, Sleep Easy. So are you playing the harmonica on that too? That's right. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I play harmonica on that whole record. And yeah, that was kind of something that I like picked up and rushed to learn, um, you know, before we did that. And I still play some of those songs with the harmonica when we play live. But Do you do ever harmonica at live shows? or you just? I do, okay. I do. But not all the songs that I have on that record. Like some of them I decided were better off without it or whatever. Gotcha. Or I felt like that anyway. But I still play harmonica. Cool. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a harmonica. Especially a harmonica intro. Like that yeah. gets you going for yeah. some reason. I love that. I like it too. I like when bands like how Willie has, you know, like just a harp guy. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. can do that little... Because like, the singer-songwriter thing with the harp in, the, in a rack is good, but it's always, you punctuate certain parts of the song. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you got a harp guy just pulling his hat down low over his head, and yeah. just and you get this little, little yeah. accompaniment. Yeah. Um, I play a lot of blues harmonica at home and stuff, too. I love that. I mean, and I, I love that stuff. I love I just like it's this little thing. They're such simple little objects. You just have it in your pocket. Yeah. And, right. Um, oh yeah, I've got a yeah, I got a story that's inappropriate for the radio to tell about. Okay. Yeah. We don't have an FCC license, so it's almost anything goes at this point. I'm not sure if I'm willing okay. to, re- ready to tofu, reveal. I'll wait till um, we go off. Barbecue blowout. Well, tell it at the barbecue yeah. blowout. Right? There you go. All right. So, what are you thinking about playing? You want to play another one, Jeff? Who me? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. What time is it? We have. I'd like to play maybe just. Uh, a pair of one short and one regular length songs that both contemplating the idea of deep time. Absolutely. And the first one is, uh, uh, it's, it's, well, I'll just let it speak for itself. 
this is a true story, though. Um, maybe you've heard about in the news. There's a real-life supervillain building a clock out in the desert. Giant clock inside a mountain, and once it's wound, it'll run forever. And while this may not seem too evil on its face, I harbor misgivings. Like I hear he treats his employees pretty bad. Managing the whole scene from a big dick up in space It's supposed to make us excited, but all it does is make me sad I got it on good faith from a blind date that a co-worker of mine had with a cog maker Mind you, little roll cog maker Working for a real-life supervillain Building a clock that'll outrun us all Somewhere deep out in the desert So that's the first one, and you know, that's a diss, a diss track, uh, obviously, but I, then I thought that I should clarify that I don't have nothing against the, con the idea of, as humans, exploring this idea of deep time. And um, so uh, this, this, I take great comfort in considering the scale of geologic time as compared to my own um, sadnesses in my own small life, any of our small lives. Zooming out as far. So this is about this, which we'll do real quick. Had to take a sickie. Clear our clouded eye. I just sat staring at the landscape with heavy heart and troubled mind. Had to go and watch the tide rolling out a few times. The ocean's endless expanse Burnished silver by the sun Dwarfing at a glance Civilization If you can even call it that The dirty laundry list of all the ugly things we've done Blown away like dust Coming a lump, lump sum of human endeavor, slender as a slip of paper, blowing off the top of a, a stack and oak tree tall. All our little lives and complications. Compress into a thin band in the rock The ocean's endless expanse Burnished silver by the sun The scope of geologic time Zooms out, melting us down to one If you can even call it that May life spring anew after we've gone, blown away like dust, becoming a lump, 
Was it just a one night stand that thrashed the room? Yet cells divide and multiply and life expands. Was it just a false guru selling you on a fantasy technology card up his sleeve claiming to breathe pure technicolor hubris? Man, we can't live on that stuff. The ocean's endless expanse, burnished silver by the sun, dwarfing at a glance civilization. If you can even call it that, may life spring anew after we've gone, blown away like dust, coming along. Nice, man. <laughs> That's just the new one. I just yeah. got through it the first time this morning over at Emily's house, so I thought I'd try to see if I can get through it again. What's it called? I think it's just called like Notes on Becoming a Lump or something like that. Nice. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll that. So that one that one's from my uncle. He's actually a geologist. Oh, cool. And he used to live in he was from Santa Monica and ended up moving to the middle of nowhere in hmm. New Mexico. Just out by to the To look at the rocks. Yeah, the Valley of Fire. I don't know if you know kind of where Redosa is, if you've ever been to Redosa, New Mexico. Mm-mm. It's on the other side of the mountain between there and uh, Albuquerque. Literally in the middle of nowhere. And he's just out there. Hanging out, hmm. checking out rocks. Checking out, thinking about, thinking about the scope of things. Yeah, time. That's cool, man. Thank you. All right, so we got time. One more. You want to play one for us? Yeah. What do you want to play? Absolutely. What do you want to do, Kev? I don't know. Want to do a bluesy one? Yeah, do a bluesy yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, let's do. A, you want to do maple syrup jar? Or yeah, do you want to? All right. I'm gonna put it where it 
something very far. I'm gonna build it in a maple syrup jar. I'm gonna put it in a a bird to whistle and a bird to sing. Oranges from Florida and a California king. Eggs from the garden and milk from the trees. A flannel sofa for to rest my bending knees. A flannel sofa dog riding in the back seat of the car he'll fetch a pheasant it don't matter how far he'll jump a rabbit it don't matter how small he comes a running when he hears my baby call he comes a running when he so much this yeah. one this next one will have a lot more of it so that's one thing that got me into live music was blues uh gary clark jr when he was oh, young man. you know checking him out great music great musician so thank y'all oh man thanks Absolutely. for the opportunity for having yeah. us, man. i'm sorry that rich couldn't be here but thank you rich for hooking us up yeah and, he's uh, everywhere in spirit he is right he's a busy man i watched him get off of one job last night and within land at his house and within, I think it was like under 10 minutes, he was changed and he was on stage at the White Horse Damn. singing a song. So it's Jeffrey Manson on Instagram, right? Yeah, or Jeffy. Yeah, Jeffy okay. Manson on Instagram and uh, Jeff Manson on, you know, on all those streaming platforms. I've got a couple of records up there. I'd love yeah. for people to listen to the music. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Got a bunch of stuff there and, and more on the way. And Hunter Hicks, you're Hunter Benjamin Hex. That's right. On that's Instagram. Me. Heck like dang it. Yeah. yeah. Heck like dang it. And also, that's not my name, but you know. Also Bandcamp and all that. And Bandcamp, Spotify, and all that stuff. Yeah. YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. I got some great videos and stuff up there. You know? Okay. So, me and Kevin playing together like this. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll check so. these guys out. 
Appreciate y'all for joining us, and we'll catch y'all next week. We started out with one from Don Edwards. We're going to go out with one from Don Edwards. So rest in peace to that man. This one's called Coyotes. Peace. Was a cowboy I knew in South Texas His face was burnt deep by the sun Part history, part sage, part Mexican He was there when Pancho Villa was young And he'd tell you a tale of the old days When the country was wild all around Sit out under the stars of the Milky Way And listen while the coyotes howl And they go, whoo-yip, 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 Now the longhorns are gone And the drovers are gone The Comanches are gone And the outlaws are gone Geronimo's gone And Sambass is gone And the lion is gone And the red wolf is gone Well he cursed all the roads And the old men And he cursed the automobile said this is no place for an hombre like I am in this new world of asphalt and steel then he'd look off someplace in the distance at something only he could see he'd say all that's left now of the old days Damned old coyotes and me And they go Hoo-yip, hoo-yip, hoo Comanches are gone, the outlaws are gone, now Quantro's gone, Stan Wanty's gone, and the lion is gone, and the red wolf is gone. One morning they searched his adobe, he disappeared without even a word. That night as the moon crossed the mountain One more coyote was heard And he'd go Ooh, yeah.